ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into the Monday, April 18th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to take your phone calls this hour, and we're going to get your text. And we're going to hear from Chris Grassy. He's coming up. You go to Columbus, you win a trophy, you get to come on the program. That's just the rules. You know this by now. So we're going to talk to Chris here in the next few minutes. But until then, we'll open up the phone lines and text line for you. Now, the phone line is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. The text line, I'm opening up that right now. That means I'm clicking on the link to my browser. You want to get in on the text? That's easy. 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. And, of course, we can do it the old-fashioned social media way. And that is at Paul Swan on Twitter. So we got that to get into with Chris Grassy. Looking forward to that. Uh, we've got to talk a little baseball here. The, the herds in action heading to Columbus. Maybe Marshall can do some things in Columbus here. So herds traveling to Tacoma, Ohio State. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we've got more domination from the softball side of things for the Thundering Herd. Uh, we've got a couple of additions. The herd getting bigger. Can we use that for all sports or is that exclusive to just football? Because Coach Huff, I don't know when he sleeps, but he, you know he'll send a tweet out. I don't know at three a.m. with that Steph Curry gif. Herd's gotten bigger. First of all, come on, Coach. I mean, can't we come up with somebody other than Curry? There's got to be someone better than Curry. I get it. I understand. He hits three pointers. I get it. No, let's use somebody else. Let's come up with somebody. Let's suggest a new gift for a coach. Can you do that for me? And tag him in it as well as you suggest it. At Paul Swan is where you can find me on Twitter. But first things first, the herd goes up to Columbus and wins the college spring league. Now, a trophy is a trophy. You get to take it home, put it in the trophy case. And you start building a resume for your soccer program. Of course, you want to win the national championship every year. But you start winning conference trophies. You start winning events like this. Maybe you contend for a national championship here every few years. Get to the championship game. Maybe win one now and then. You know, you don't have to do it every year. You would like to. Once once every few years is fine. We'll, we'll be okay with that. Not every. You don't have to win it every year. You want to, but you don't have to. It's fine. Win a couple. I mean, just, you know, add some stars to the logo. Because, you know, when he was on that conference call that I was on, the Sun Belt, you know, he was wearing his Marshall gear with the star. I mean, I will say this for soccer, though. That is the biggest flex. I mean, that's the biggest flex. You can can put the logo on with the – with the trophy, if you win it in NBA, you can put, I don't know, you can put the Lombardi on your on your gear for a year if you win it in the Super Bowl. However, and this is a big however, what if you started putting stars, just, just stars next to your logo? Yeah, your logo has to, in the stars, just the biggest flex. Look, yeah, championships. Just a small there, small star. Just flex in there. I mean, does Chris put a trophy, a spring league? Cause you, do you come up with some graphic just to put on your on your kit now? I would I would flex. 
I don't care if this was an you know, 80-team league or just the eight-team league. I don't care. I would flex on this one. So Chris is coming up in the next few minutes. I'm looking forward to talking to him. Uh, we got to talk softball. I don't know if I want to do it all now because Sidney Nestor just rocking it again. Conference USA Pitcher of the Week for the sixth time. That's, count them, six. One, two, three, four, five, and six. And we need two more. Conference USA has several players that have seven. One player has eight. And this is in the uh, history here of the Conference USA Pitcher of the Week. Miranda Kramer from Western Kentucky has eight in the 2005 season. And Marshall has Sidney Nestor sitting at six. You need one more to be in a four-way tie for second on that list. And then if you can get the eighth, you'll be tied with Kramer from Western Kentucky. If you get nine, oh, that's going to be pretty good. That is that is amazing. And she's also rocking the record books because you can't name – you can't name a pitcher with more selections in herd history. You can't do it. She's rocking the record books and, and won the yearly. Also, team record for most in a career. Sarah Gullah, 98-20, 2001, 20, 2001. 2001. She did it seven times as Mid American Conference Pitcher of the Week during her career. And Nestor's got six as season. So, marching up. We, we got to talk more about that. So, we'll give it some time and we'll uh, definitely do that along with your phone calls and text. We'll talk more baseball, of course. Uh, we got to talk football. I know you want to do that, but I want to save that for a little bit later on. Uh, we want to talk basketball as well with you, so I'll throw it out there now, and you guys can start teeing off on it. First of all, we got the official – it's official official now. We knew it. Now it's official official. Uh, VMI key debt guard Camden Kerfman transferring to Marshall. So there's some movement for basketball. And then – the herd's getting bigger. Again, the Steph Curry gift goes up again. And so, big pickup, former Rutgers Scarlet Knights offensive lineman Cedric Paliant. He is six foot four, 315-pounder from New York. 13 games over the last two seasons for Rutgers. So, uh, Connecticut had some interest in him. And he chose Marshall. We will talk more about that. Get your thoughts on the text line and, of course, your phone calls and tweets as well. But when we come back, I want to talk to Chris Grassy. Bringing hardware home is always a good thing. You like bringing the trophies home. Is it a national championship? Well, no, it's not. Is it a trophy? Yes. Yes, it is. And... Let's put it this way. This is as valid as a CBI trophy. This is this trophy is as valid as winning the CBI. 
And you didn't host all the games at home either. You had to go to a neutral location here. So this wasn't one of those, well, Marshall's just going to host all the games. No, this was actually a little movement here on the Herd's part. Just a little. Um, there were some pretty pretty solid teams in this. We'll, we'll talk to Chris when we continue and later on your phone calls and text. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Well, I made a promise to Marshall soccer coach Chris Grassy. Once he had some hardware in hand, we'd have him back in. Thankfully, he, uh, he took care of me on that. I didn't want to have to make him wait for a long time. Joining us now on the program, Chris Grassy, head coach of the Marshall soccer team. Boys like playing for trophies, don't they? You said that the other day. They sure like playing for trophies as you get the victory over Bowling Green and you bring something else that looks shiny in your trophy case. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was, it was just a great spring. I mean, it was really, really fun. We learned a lot. And then it was, you know, it is. It did feel like a meaningful game. It felt like a meaningful competition. Obviously, you're playing you know, big teams and big-name teams, and um, the competition level was good. So every week we seemed to focus a little bit more and get a little bit more serious. And then to end, you know, with the trophy and, and the old uh, historic Columbus Crew Stadium, it was just a, it was an excellent day and really, really good competitive game. So we got we got lots and lots out of it. So it was, and to come away with the trophy was just the cherry on top. Now, you said it felt like a meaningful trophy. In the grand scheme of things, what does a an event like this do for you and your program, and what does this trophy truly mean for you, the players, and the program? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's uh, because it it made the spring competitive and and feel like real games. I think the guys were more tuned in, and we could practice and, and get on a schedule that was um, a little bit more competitive, you know, than just having a jolly up over the spring because. I mean, I think that's kind of an old school mentality and there's not many, you know, of, I don't want to bring it back to the 21st century model, but you see, you know, 86% of the, the student athletes across the country are, are massively in favor of the 21st century model because they want to play and they want to play games that, that mean something. And I think with the ability to have a tournament like this, and obviously you've got, you know, sort of your Louisville's ACC, you've got your Ohio State and Michigan and your Big Tens, um, you know, Akron traditional powerhouse in Division One soccer, Bowling Green have been in the tournament the last couple of times. So you've got this really, and Dayton, obviously Dayton's a very well-coached team. They finished second in our division. Um, and so you've got this sort of good, good group of teams and, and it, to, to have that level of com- competition and, and competitive nature of the tournament, it allowed us to, obviously this is our first time we've moved down. We lost, you know, six players to the to the pros over the, you know, the, sort of the last eight months or so. And so it's been good for us to, to have this new iteration of the team together playing meaningful competition so we get to see how they train, how they focus, how they're going to be in Division One, um, as opposed to playing just a bunch of friendlies where, you know, you don't put that sort of competitive uh, spin on it, then you just really can't see what players are going to be like in competition and, and what they're going to be like in the grind. You know, when we're pushing them and asking them to focus on you know, set piece videos and tactical videos and um, sort of correction videos of our own 
of our own game, we needed to see that focus and then we needed to see them do it under pressure to know if they can they make it. We had some, some new players who came in and stepped up and, and some, some players have been here who stepped up and it's it's been really a, a very educational spring for us and that's going to put us in really great stead to you know, go compete for maybe some slightly bigger trophies uh, in the fall. Still nice to win a trophy, though, and I'm sure you'll be showing it off. Uh, it's actually bigger than I thought it would be. You know, seeing the the photos of, of the team hoisted up, that's that's a chunky little trophy there. That's not small. No, no, it was, uh, it's a decent sized trophy. I think it's a sort of a replica of the national championship, maybe a little smaller um, version of, of that style of trophy. But it it's quite it was quite meaningful. I didn't, you know, I didn't expect to myself to want to win it so badly you know and um our coaching staff was very into it our players were very into it um it, it's just it was it's a nice it's a nice thing and i mean obviously you know it's a we're in that NCAA determined non-competitive season so it doesn't really count for anything but i think in terms of where we're at as a program you know to get back into winning ways to get back into the trophy hunt i think is has been very meaningful and i hope you know we can say this is you know this is the the first iteration of the championship success that that you know we've we've had it with this new group of players going into the fall here in 2022. Does this mean anything as far as your efforts to look past what you've got now, or this this is more designed for, as you said, to see what you've got, put yourself in real competitive situations? You know, prospective kids that uh, you're looking at, they don't look at something like this, or do they? They see, oh, hey, there's an opportunity for me to, to play some meaningful games, not only in regular season, but with this as well, the way Marshall does it. Yeah, I mean, we had, um, you know, Chuck McGill came out with his staff uh, to the to the final, and, and we had sort of Austin and Stan and Rodney and um, those guys out there, you know, they were filming and putting little, little you know, Twitter uh, videos out there and Instagram videos out there that you know, people are very interested in that, and obviously it was, you know, there was a, it was a good tournament. I mean, if you look at the probably the the average RPI for those teams over the last ten years, I think you're probably looking at a very um, significant group in in Division One college soccer. So that will help with with recruiting for sure. Just having games and having meaningful games at this time of year is a big one, especially you know we recruit so many international kids that you know they want to be playing year round, and to see that we have meaningful soccer to play for in the spring is. You know, it's a big selling point, you know, and obviously us coming up, whenever you come out on top, it, it's always a, a helpful, uh, just a helpful ball to have in your, in your back. And, and I think with, you know, with us recruiting, obviously we've been able to see now with the guys that are here, we know what jobs they can do. And we know we've, we've tried some different guys in some different positions and we know where their strengths and weaknesses are with those things. And, and we've had some new partnerships and, uh, new relationships developing, which is great. And then, you know, we, we will bring in, you know, a lot more players as well to, to, to come here in the fall. And, you know, the guys that are here right now, they have the jersey and they have a leg up, which is which is great for them. But you need it. You can't just have 11 or 12. You need, you know, 16, 17, 18 guys who are you know, sort of chomping at the bit and, and driving each other on with competition to be able to win, you know, a national championship. And so we hope we're getting to... You know, back to that level, and this may have helped us just get there a little bit quicker. Chris Grassi is with me, defeating Bowling Green over the weekend, winning the spring tramp the championship, the the trophy coming back to Huntington. And of course, now there's no rest for you because now you've got to get ready for camp. Uh, 
I know we got a few days left before that begins, but I know you're ramping up for it now as we speak. What's camp going to be like? And, and there's still opportunities for uh, people to be a part of that, right? Uh, the ID camp that we've got coming up on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's still open. We have a few more slots available. Um, we're trying to keep it, you know. We're not going to open it, you know, to a hundred people, but you know, we have a few more slots available so we can have some meaningful training and, and get a good eye on uh, all the talent coming in. I think it's, you know, it's very good. We, we probably have a, another spot for next year available, and then we're looking really at 23 and and and, and 24, and 25, trying to get a handle on, you know, what are these, what, are the, what does the future look like, and, and who's on, who should be on our radar. So, yeah, we're excited about that coming up, and I think. Uh, I'll be rushing back. I'm uh, off. I'm off to Europe myself uh, tomorrow, but I'll be back in time for the the ID camp, which will be which will be another great uh, recruiting event for us. We hope. Now you've got two ID camps: the 24th and the 16th of July, and that is open to eighth grade and up. You have to start that early, don't you? You probably start earlier. Just maybe, okay, keep an eye on that. I mean, we're not talking, you know, we're not talking elementary here, but you're looking maybe seventh grade, eighth grade, or does it go yeah, even sooner? Do you ID particular uh, kids that are coming up? How, how does that work for you? <laughs> um, so, I mean, our style of recruiting, obviously, in, in the recruiting the entire globe, is quite an interest. It's a quite an interesting dichotomy of um, we're kind of going out overseas, and we're seeing guys who. You know, maybe didn't even know about you know the U.S. college experience until a month ago, and so we're looking at players who have been at professional clubs and, and played for their youth national teams, and you know have a really sort of top top resumes. But then we're also looking at players. I think the, you know they're the building those relationships. You know, with the the, the Colin Mossiunises and the, the Ryan Holmes of the world. You know, where they're recruiting us as much as we're recruiting them, sort of thing. That we're kind of building that relationship together and that's so important I think so many you know young recruits need to um, kind of take take the opportunity to to recruit the school as well and, and you'd be amazed at how much of a difference that makes for us if you want to build a relationship and you you are personable and you can you know show me you've got good character and you can carry a conversation you know because we don't coach youth players we coach men we coach adults so we need to build a have a working relationship and, and too many recruits they just want to sit there and have you reach out to them and you send them stuff. And they don't, you know, pick up the phone and just say, Hey coach, how are you doing today? Or, you know, just start, you know, building that relationship. And that's so important. And those are really the only characters, the adult, the grown up characters that, you know, you have to kind of be that to fit in at this program. And I think, you know, so many kids, I think all over the country just wait for it to happen and hope that they get um, recruited and they send their videos along with thousands of other kids, but it really is that process of going to the ID camp, talking to the coaches, you know, and we got no problem saying, okay, maybe you've done well, but you're not for us. Or, you know, you know, we'll, we're not interested in your position or, you know, we think you need to do A, B and C, you know, there's, that's, that's never the problem. But if we, if you are on our radar and we do think there's a talent and potential there, I think it's, it's, it's very important to, to build that relationship because with, with all schools, with all universities, because, you know, we we're gonna we want to work with adults, and we want to work with people who can show that they can be grown up and and carry a conversation and start a conversation, and you know, be part of a team and show like that's all just you know human to human 
contact and communication is the sort of the key to it. And, and we have so many kids who just sit there and don't do it. And if we are interested in you and you go, you recruit us and you you show effort in building those relationships, that's going to put you at the very top of the pile. And that's the person we're going to invite into to preseason, invite into the team. And um, yeah, we just we hope we can uncover you know one or two of them on uh, Sunday at our ID camp. Are you finding that, like football, you have prospective athletes or student athletes that use Twitter, use social media, and they think that's enough? So is that where you're finding maybe more of the separation? You're not you're, – you're identifying men. You're identifying players who have a little bit more investment. They, they, they show a little more drive than, hey, I'm going to put my video out there. Come to me. So that benefits you more, and that you're you're finding success with that style of player. Yeah, I mean, in a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's got to, there's got to be a connection, right? It's, it, I know I'm, you know, my forties now, but w- there's got to be like a, a connection and, and sort of a a, a mutual respect, a friendship. You know, that's got to kind of develop, and and there's got to be the seeds for that. And I think that's in any walk of life, right? In any business, if the, the person is going to be your boss or your coach or your you know sales leader, they don't. If, if if they feel like it's just like pulling teeth every time they try to talk to you, that's not going to give them a great opinion of you. It's not going to make them feel positive towards you. It's not going to make them give you responsibility and try to come to you. And so I think it's where we're in that business, right? Where it's, I know it's, you know, like I said, young 17, 18 year old uh, young men, but that's what we want. You know, we want young men and not boys who, just kind of want to come in and show up. And I think there's so much with Twitter and so much video stuff and so much with the, you know, getting the agency to do it for you. I think all of that is a is a really decent introduction, right? Get me excited. Get me on the hook with your, your highlight video. You know, get me on the hook with having your agency reach out and, and tell me how good your grades are and, you know, and all of the eligibility stuff is taken care of because they've taken care of it. But that's just the hook. You know, then we have to form that relationship and we have to know that you're the right character and the more interaction we have the more chance we have of identifying the people who we feel are the right characters and you know have the right investment i mean it's you've got to want to be a marshal you know you've got to want to like fall in love with the team and the and the university and, and be a supporter right as much as anything else but when you get on the team like this has to be it you know we're in so, so much of that instant gratification uh society where you know things come come instantly like these are deeper more meaningful relationships and this is going to be a four-year ride and experience or sometimes a five-year ride if you're going to redshirt and so we need to see the grit you know we need to see you have that personality that we need to see that you're not expecting to be a starter on a national championship team on in year one without doing any of the work and you're just going to take somebody's job who's been here and done it you know we need to kind of see that you know all of these things and that you know I'm not saying the door's closed to, to a freshman starter at all but we're saying like it's is a competitive environment. It's a bunch of really good players and really good people. And like, how are you going to fit into that organization? How are you going to make that organization better? And then how are you going to, you know, show that you have the grit to, to do what it takes when you get the first setback or the first day that you don't feel so well, or you don't feel like training, how are you going to show us from a video, from a Twitter account? I know none of these things. Chris Grassy joins me. The, championship of the spring league belongs to the herd so before i let you go you've, you've probably already had conversations with uh new athletic director christian spears 
as far as expanding the trophy case, where where will all the stuff start going? You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we definitely need to. I, I think we're in, in line. We're going to do some renovations here at the the Vesta uh, Hoops Homely Field, and you know, we have it. Uh, we have a very crowded trophy table uh, here in the lobby, but we kind of need a, a good trophy. We've got a lovely setup in the Hall of Fame for the, the national championship and um, the 2021 Conference USA championship. So. I think, you know, we definitely uh, we definitely need to, to expand it and hopefully keep adding to it and, you know, be great. It, it is kind of cool when, you know, recruits are walking in, they've got a trip over all these trophies they can't get anywhere, but, you know, we can, we can definitely present it <laughs> in a nicer manner. And that's on the agenda. Yeah, that's always a that's always a great recruiting tool. Just yeah, part, sorry, we're a little a little short on space. All the trophies we're winning here. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, just step over the championship trophies. I mean, we ha- well, yeah, we have so many. That's awesome. That, that 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 that's the biggest flex. That and of course, uh, as I was talking about earlier, I think the uh, the biggest flex of all was when you were on the Sun Belt Conference Zoom and. You don't have to say anything anymore. You just got the star right there, which I think is the greatest way is to show how where the program is. You don't just get to put a star next to your logo for any reason. No, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I, I do really like that tradition, and I know there's, you know, teams like St. Louis and, and Indiana who, you know, they were really the only ones playing uh, back in the in the '60s and '70s and '80s. But, but having a, a bunch of stars on top of your badges is great, you know, and having that. Um, having that star above ours is, uh, you know, really sort of really meaningful. And obviously, all those teams, for those who don't know in, in soccer, and uh, you can put a star above your crest when you win your ultimate championships so or for European championships for the, the teams in UEFA, World Cups for the international teams. And so, if you if you win one, you get to get to put a star. And for us, you know, obviously, the national championship for us is that ultimate championship so the ultimate achievement and get to add a star that'll be on the badge permanently which is something we're very very proud of and you know we've already started the second star sort of how do we get that second star what's the you know what's the the path that we need to take and um you know hopefully we can we can move on to the next one and win, win another one and another one and um you know have that be the, the jumping off point i'll i'll leave you with this so Winning the Spring League trophy, can you at least put something somewhere just to indicate that if after you start winning a few of these, just 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 to show it off? <laughs> the Spring League, like a uh, like a beach in a palm tree or something for the yeah spring break. I like that. There you go. Just a few palm trees on your <laughs> kit, and there there you go. They'll know what it's about. Yeah, we should definitely get a banner up, shouldn't we? Because we got to do uh, do some work around the stage in the stage. So we should have a Spring League. To make it a big thing, college college spring league champions. What was it? Twenty twenty two. I would. I think it's, uh... And then when other teams come <laughs> in, they'll start seeing that and go, "Hey, whoa, whoa, wait a minute! How do how do we get it uh, get a part of that?" And next thing you know, you're you're starting a revolution here. Yeah, well, you'd be amazed at how many teams have, have since contacted me this spring, and I've just been talking about how I think we needed this. You know, we didn't have a break really after the, the national championship, and I think we needed some time to to kind of take the pressure off for a minute and then sort of revitalize and come back to it. And this spring has been perfect for it. But the level of competition, you know, we broadcasted the staff here, broadcasted every game on ESPN that we were at home. You know, we had like 1,500 people here for the Ohio State game. It's been such a sort of a good spring. And so many schools have contacted me like, hey, that, that sounds great. I think, that, you know, they maybe turned it down or they, 
you didn't think it would be a great opportunity and now they want to get into it. So we could actually expand to maybe four groups instead of uh, instead of just just two groups. So it might be this might be growing. It might be something in this region that you know we can really look forward to as a, as a competitive you know a competitive turn in the spring, which which would be you know be great for great for us and great for all the programs. I think. Chris Grassi, my guest. Always appreciative of your time. Congratulations once again. I can't wait for the next trophy conversation. No, me neither. Me neither. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Chris Grassi, my guest. You heard winning the uh, Spring League Championship. Get those palm trees on that kit for spring. That'll be, you know, maybe the beach ball. I like the palm tree idea. I mean, you'd have to look at it for a second. What's the palm tree for? Oh, well, you have like four or five of them on your on your your kit. Like, oh yeah, we've won this league. But the banner idea is a great idea. Anytime you win something, put the banner up. That way, when teams come in, recruits come in, they see that. You know, it might be a little bit more difficult as they're walking, stepping over all the hardware and in the in the facility. I mean, what a terrible problem to have. Yeah, hey, we got to renovate the facility here. We don't have enough room for the trophies we keep winning over here. So, you know, they're gonna have to build us another facility. Just a bigger part of the facility so we can have just a trophy section here. That that's a, that's a good problem to have. Where do we put all the trophies? Phone line is open. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. The text line is 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255 to join us by text. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Good to talk to Chris Grassi. If you missed the last segment, don't forget you can always subscribe to our podcast. You can do that at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find The Drive. Welcome back. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in on this Monday, April 18th. Well, we got the success on the field for the herd winning a trophy. Always fun to win a trophy. I like winning trophies. Everybody likes winning trophies. So congratulations to him. Hopefully Columbus will be a, a nice place for the herd come tomorrow. The baseball team heading up to Columbus, taking on the Buckeyes. That's coming up tomorrow, 6.05 at Bill Davis Stadium. You know, the herd has quietly put together an all right record. 16, 20, and 1. That is all right. Ohio State's 11 and 21. Six, I, I would rather be 16, 20, and 1 than 11 and 21. So the herd's in, the herd's almost even. So hopefully Marshall can start chipping away at that here. So Marshall's not a bottom-of-the-pack team here in Conference USA. Let's just get that out of the way. Not a bottom-of-the... And Conference USA is a tough league. Southern Miss is just tearing it up right now. Nationally ranked. Southern Miss is going to add so much value to the Sun Belt once the transition starts to bring all the new teams over. And baseball, Southern Miss is bringing up the baseball, and that's a good baseball league already. I always believed that a good Southern Miss was a good Conference USA. If Southern Miss was like 
contending every year for the championship in Conference USA. I'm not talking basketball, not baseball, anything. In football, a good Southern Miss means a good Conference USA. It just elevates everything. So if Marshall can go in, be a good Marshall in football, elevate. Southern Miss can start being Southern Miss again, elevate. It's all good. So Hurd is not doing terrible in baseball. I mean, it's, it's had its moments, but it's not doing terrible as far as the program. I mean, 2-2 two and two last week. Beat the Bobcats 10-3. to three. That's good, right? Again, I only highlight this because I know people who went to Ohio. So I only highlight that. I'm not trying to flex on the Bobcats. It's just I know a few people. So I've got to point it out to them. And, of course, you got a victory over uh, La Tech. So that's okay. That's good. That is not terrible. So... The Buckeyes right now are on a four-game losing skid. Lost to Dayton. Maryland swept them. So we'll see what happens. Heard in action. That is going to be on Big Ten Network Plus. That's a pay. Big Ten Network Plus. Remember when it was just like Big Ten Network and it's like you had to buy had that on your cable package? And now we're plussing everything. Everything's a plus. Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, CNN Plus, Big Ten Plus. I'm going to start Paul Swan Plus. The Drive Plus. What should it be the name of my uh, my pay streaming service? My pay service. Should it be The Drive Plus, Paul Swan Plus, or Plus Plus? You guys come up with something. Let me know. Uh, baseball is not the only thing happening. Of course, we mentioned softball earlier because, well, softball is tearing up with Sidney Nestor just rocking it. And then basketball on the women's side making some personnel movement. We get the news today that Director of Basketball Operations Rudy Evans elevated to assistant coach. So... Moves are happening with the women's program. Of course, Tony Kemper is um, getting ready for the Sun Belt. I think women, if they, can, if they can get it together, I think they're going to be okay. And I don't mean get it together as if there's something to get together. It's just they're putting their pieces back in pace. Reports of their demise were a little premature. The portal giveth and the portal taketh away. And I think the her's doing all right. So that's where we're at right now. Of course, uh, you weren't with us earlier. We mentioned, and speaking of the portal, the portal giveth. The portal giveth VMI key debt guard Camden Kerfman for basketball. And then the herd and Charles Huff and Steph Curry announced, well, at least Coach retweeted and then announced with Steph Curry that the herd was getting bigger that Rutgers Scarlet Knights offensive lineman Cedric Paleant. I'm going to say Paleant. He's six foot four. That's what you need to know. He's 350 pounds. He is a guard from New York. Started 13 games for Rutgers over the last two seasons. And he is now with the Herd. So Cedric, I'm going to say Cedric, Cedric or uh 
Paleo. I'm going to get the official pronunciation on that. So he put it out on a Twitter uh, post. On the road to riches, it's just a little traffic. Hashtag committed. As he was showing off his photo in all that herd gear. So there we are. That's what you need to know. We'll come back and wrap it up with you when we continue with this edition of The Drive at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We have got texts. We've got phone calls. We've got all kinds of ways to be a part of the program. You can text the program anytime. Brand new number, by the way. Just so you know, it is 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. And, of course, the phone line brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. It is 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Twitter, you can find me at Paul Swan. If you would give me a follow, I would appreciate that. And, of course, you can listen to the show anytime. The podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you subscribe or follow, you'll get the show sent to you every time it's uploaded. So uh, several ways to keep up with me. I really appreciate if you do each and every single one of them. Go subscribe on Spotify. Then go subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Go subscribe on all the services you use. Have multiple subscriptions. It's free. Let's have multiple. Download it several times a day. Listen to it on all your devices. Whatever you need to do. I appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we, um, we've had a lot to get into today. Some good stuff happening here for the herd. Of course, softball is rocking it, as we mentioned. So I, I got to talk about them because we, we said we will talk about softball. And I have to mention one more time that Sidney Nestor is rocking it. Three wins and a save, four appearances, three starts, three complete games, two shutouts, 13 total hits, three runs, two earned, struck out 19, had a 0.67 ERA over 21 innings. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay, yeah. That is that is not terrible. So that's, that's not terrible. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. You won, you've won six Conference USA Player of the Week awards. So, six. All right. Can you do seven? See, now I want nine. Nine is what I want. No pressure, but I want to have Sydney on top of that, that list. I want her name above the Kramer name from Western Kentucky. Miranda Kramer, eight of them in 2015. I want nine for Sydney Nestor. Right there. And then pitcher of the year. So give me some more and then have the conference award for pitcher of the year. So then next thing you know, the next time that uh, Megan Smith-Lyon is on the program, she's talking about, yeah, we – we got to do some space renovation over here. We're having a hard time walking all over, stepping over all the 
all the awards we're winning here. Look here, that's, you know, don't, yeah, it's kind of cluttered, I know, but, you know, all the, we haven't figured out where we're going to put all these player of the week and player of the year honors we're racking up here. You know, and maybe a nice conference trophy put, that would be nice just to have right there, have a Conference USA one before it's all said and done, heading into the Sun Belt. That would be nice. That would be a nice little problem to have. Like, yeah, we need to renovate over here. We don't have enough room for our trophies. I would like to have that problem. Just, like, yeah, we got to knock out a wall here. Because, you know, we just... No, it's not because we need facilities for our players. It's just because we don't know where to put all the trophies. That's what's happening at soccer. That's going to... And that's going to be cool. That really is. Now, you go in and... You put the hardware up and just start showing it off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not talking like fantasy fantasy sports trophies here, by the way. No, we're not talking about those. We're talking meaningful trophies. And if you weren't with us earlier, Chris Grassi was with us. Marshall competed in the Spring League, College Spring League, won it, brought home a trophy, and he said that they got a lot out of it. It was competitive. So instead of just going through the motions here, I mean, you really got some meaningful play. And you got to see what your team can do. I mean, Coach Huff talked about that last week as far as practice. He said that the team, after going through this portion of of the spring, that the coaching staff now knows what the team can do, who can do what. And so I think that's what you got with the spring league as well. It was meaningful. You now know who can do what what you need to work on, and what you can do with the talent you have. So that was really beneficial for that. And, of course, softball just plays all the time. And we, and we know what Sidney Nestor can do. So softball just plays all the time. I think they, they play, what, uh, 48 weeks out of the year, feels like. We've got to ask uh, – got to ask Coach about that, see if uh, she can tell me how many they actually play. Uh, by the way – don't forget baseball tomorrow if you're making the trip to Columbus. It's going to be a 6.05 first pitch between Marshall and Ohio State at Bill Davis Stadium. At um, It's going to be on Big Ten Network Plus. So the herd going into that one 16-20-1 against the 11-21 Buckeyes. Also, uh, Conference USA Championship Golf. The women, right now you have... Emily McClatchy, she is tied for 10th to lead the Marshall women's golf team. Hurt is tied with uh, WKU for 10th place, but you, know, you have a player in the top 10, so that is at least a good start. You want to get some players to place. That's where you want to. You want to, and you know, golf is it's so tough because you don't know the course necessarily, or you know, the course changes. And if you're suited to one style of course and the other course is going to give you some difficulty, it's it's so hard to win a championship there. So, And to have someone in the top ten, that's pretty good. So uh, Emily uh, Midlachi is in the top ten, tied for tenth place in leading the Thundering Herd. Uh, i got to check in on a, a former intern of ours, Stormy Randazzo. She uh, is tied for 29th. Jackie Schmidt also tied for 29th. So um, Randazzo and Schmidt had one birdie each. And Stormy 
uh, came on number 16 and Schmidt on number six. So uh, tied for 29th, and um, the team is tied for 10th. Stormy is uh, tied for second on the squad as far as the leaderboard is concerned. So that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks to Chris Grassy showing up today and uh, talking about the spring league, winning a trophy. Got to get the banner up now, and, and more teams are probably going to be interested in doing it. So I think this Marshall winning it and showing a lot of emotion for it. Of course, the national championship's ultimate prize, but this was something that I think Marshall showed, hey, this is a big deal as well. You might want to go get you one of these or try to get you one of these, and you'll get some meaningful soccer out of it. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.